Good morning, International Christian Fellowship Online Campus and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. As we present the word of God to each other and to you, may we remember to celebrate Yahweh. He's the resurrected Lord. He's not in a tomb. He's not buried somewhere. He's alive and well. And we trust that you will make your joy and your love and your purposes known to us in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. You may be seated. I am so happy to be with you today. I am so happy to talk to us about the great exchange between death and life. The great exchange. You're not stuck in death. You're not stuck in that dying, despairing place. Jesus himself came. He didn't stay dead. He's alive. Amen? He's alive. And so today, I'm going to say this phrase a lot. I pray that you will too. Oh, I feel like my body is dying. There's a great exchange between death and life. Oh, I feel like my dreams sort of died. There's a great exchange between death and life. Oh, these relationships I thought were going to be different. There's a great exchange between death and life. It's only possible with the help of Jesus Christ. In our human being self, we can only do it a little bit. And so this morning, I praise God for our dancers. I praise God for children's ministry and teen ministry. I praise God for the online ministry that's happening today. And I give a special shout out to all of those who have participated in online ministry. Can we give them a welcome hand? We're so happy that the online church is with us. I also want to say a special thank you to our special guest, Pastor Casey Nochi and his beautiful wife, Bethany, for being with us two Sundays in a row. For those that you don't know, Pastor Casey was with us as a missionary associate for three months back in 2016, and he didn't forget about us. Amen? Jesus brought him back in this special time with his beautiful wife. I want you to look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1 with me, from the Passion Translation. This is our verse 
really for the whole year, but especially for this month, living obedient proof. Jesus even went to the cross. You know, it wasn't easy. It sounds like, oh, well, he resurrected. He's God. It was so easy. He endured the cross. He, it was a good Friday for us. It was not a good Friday for Jesus. It was a good Friday for us because Sunday was coming, but it was not a good Friday for the people that loved and saw the suffering that their Lord and Master, Adonai, was experiencing. But the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12, beloved friends. See, God loves us as children, but he calls us friends. He calls you his friend. It's hard to think about God in that way, but that's relationship. If you're, t- if you're watching in the chat, you can type relationship in the, in the chat because Yahweh, Easter, is about relationship with Jesus Christ. He said, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous, miraculous miracles and mercies? To surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living proof, and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. You see, those children at different ages are untouched by some of the pains and struggles that we've had. But they understand. They were in the pre-service prayer. They were here at practice yesterday. And they understood Yahweh means he's my Jesus. He's my Jesus. And this will be my genuine expression of love. You know, I love to love. I love presents. Hint, hint. Thank you for all who brought me a present today. I love flowers. Thank you to all who helped decorate. In fact, we have presents for the children. Chocolate. I'm sorry, parents. We have presents for the teenagers. It's not chocolate, so you can thank me for no sugar for the teenagers. Um, But here's what I want you to know. There is a genuine expression of love. That's what gifts are. Y'all mentioned it. We give back to the one who gave us everything. So for April, as we reflect on what Yahweh means, we see that there is an obedient proof that Yahweh, Adonai, Master, went to the cross. We reflect on the empty tomb. There's no body in that picture that you're looking at. It's empty. Isn't that awesome? Say empty. It means something. It means that Jesus took care of it and all that stuff, hear me, all that stuff that was in your tomb of despair, he emptied it out. Sorrow, struggle, frustration, doubt, he emptied it. The tomb is empty because Yahweh made a great exchange between death and life. Many scholars believe that the most proper meaning of Yahweh is that he brings into existence whatever exists. God the Father created, he spoke a word and galaxies appeared. He breathed life and a human being came to being. He he took a little bit of dust and a bone from the side of man and made a woman, Yahweh. He brings it into existence. In case you doubt who God is, 
I should have had the picture of my, I have so many sunsets lately. And um, those who know me, like my phone actually does something nobody else's phone with me has done so far. Maybe yours would. Um, we see a sun or we see a something and suddenly there's two or three more in my, it's true. Casey, you saw it last night. He's like, how's your phone doing that? I'm like, it's a double blessing of God. But I want you to understand something. There's something about looking. I mean, just look around. Nobody, except for our beautiful twins here, we're so glad for Anuja's family to be with us. And they do look a little bit alike, but still different because there's no two people with the same fingerprints, right? There's no two people with the same DNA of everything. You're different. You're unique. If that doesn't tell you about God, then go watch a sunset in Ostia. I mean, it was so gorgeous. We had to eat. So after being at practice all afternoon with the team, I took my guests because, you know, I don't really love to cook. And so I took and let someone else cook for them. And we saw the sun and Casey was like, hurry, we have to go see the sunset before we go eat. I was like, yes. That is a, a picture of Yahweh the one who brings it into existence. Can you imagine this huge fireball goes down where you can't see it anymore? And every day it comes back up and goes back down. Every day. It doesn't burn out. It doesn't not function. Only God could do that. So if the name of Yahweh is so important That God himself put it in the Holy Bible. Do you know the name of God, Yahweh, occurs over 6,800 times in the Hebrew Bible? 6,000. I was saying to some of the team, it'd be like saying, Bethany, 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 Bethany. And pretty soon you'd say, Bethany is beautiful and brilliant and wonderful. Bethany, Helen, 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 Yow, Yow, Yow. This is Yahweh, Yahweh. Can you say Yahweh? Yahweh, it means Adonai, it means master. Jesus is as close as the mention of his name, but I want you to know there is power in Yahweh. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, Yahweh begins to show us the past, the present, and the future. Some of us get stuck in the past. Amen? Some of us get stuck in the past and we don't know how to forgive others. We don't know how to forgive ourselves. We can't understand how life happened that way. But Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, God reveals himself to Moses in the burning bush. He says, I am who I am, Yahweh. I mean, there's no other. It's just me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. That's what God is saying. So when you look at nature, when you look at human beings, when you look at the fact that you didn't get stuck in your past, whatever happened to you in, you know, I have to think about years, 2003, let's say. It's 2023 now. Maybe some of you weren't born in 2003. Okay, 2007 or 2012. Whatever happened to you, it's 2023. You didn't get stuck in your past. It's just like that sun coming up and going down. God has a sunrise and a sunset for every season in our lives. Amen? Oh, in Jeremiah 32, 27, he says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of just a few flesh, the God of some flesh, all flesh. That means he is the Lord God of you 
He's the Lord. I mean, we have flesh on us, y'all. Some of us have a little more. Some of us have more wrinkles in our flesh, but we got flesh. And then he says, is anything too difficult for me? Can you imagine, no matter how old our flesh is, no matter how wrinkled it is, no matter what it's been through, nothing is too hard. That's Yahweh. Say Yahweh. Yahweh. In Revelation, in case you're wondering about the New Testament, in Revelation 1.8, he says, I am. Say, I am. That's Jehovah. That's Yahweh. That's Adonai. He says, I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God. Who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. This is the great exchange between death and life. So this morning, I want you to understand something. You see, even Jesus had to obey the Father in heaven to come and make himself available for us, even Jesus. So sometimes we're like, well, do I really need to ask Jesus to come into my heart? Yes. You do. The Bible says there's no way to come to the Father but through the Son. He sent the sacrifice so you didn't have to go to the cross. But you have to say Jesus. Even Jesus had to obey the Father. Obedient proof of Yahweh, Adonai, Master. I know it's a challenging Easter message because it means I'm not in control. God is. But isn't that amazing? Because he brings that beautiful sunrise and that beautiful sunset. I can trust his power. He is way more than the Energizer Bunny. My power may run out from time to time. His power never runs out. Amen? In 1 John 2, 2, he says he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Not only for ours, but the sins of all. He is the atoning sacrifice. That's what Jesus came to do. Yahweh, Yahweh. The second thing I want you to know is that we must acknowledge our continual need. Say continual. It's not like a one-time thing. I did it four years ago. I did it two Sundays ago. I don't know about you, but I could tell you that whatever was happening three weeks ago, I've been through some things in the last three weeks. Every day, every week, I needed a continual renewal of God upon my life, in my life, through my life. Yahweh. When I preached and said on a Wednesday night at 829, it's so good when we go through hard stuff because God is so good. Tell his story. Some of y'all may not know, but I got up at 829. I walked over here, Natalie knows, and suddenly I had a very bad kidney stone attack. I didn't know what it was, but I was like, oh, something's wrong. And I had to go to the hospital for two days. I'm here because Yahweh is the I am who heals. Amen. Somebody give God praise. But we must, yeah, come on. We must acknowledge our continual need for this exchange between death and life. Colossians 2.13 says, you were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature. But it wasn't cut away yet. Then, then, everybody say then. Then God made you alive with Pastor Jen. Then God made you alive with your good friend who prays for you all the time. Then God made you alive with your religious rituals and your scrolls. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. 
It's so supernatural, it's hard to explain, but I want to talk about it because it has changed my life. It, he is with me in every season of my life. He is more powerful than I could ever imagine, and we need him. You need him. Say, I need him. I need him. Type it in the chat. I need him. This is the great exchange between death to life. I need him. If I think that I'm all that and I don't need him, believe me, the enemy's going to trip you up at some point. And then you're going to be like, ah, okay, I messed up. Now he doesn't even want me. That is so not true. Jesus went to that cross and came out of that tomb when you weren't even in your mother's womb yet. Because he's God. If you could understand it and explain it, you'd be God. And I'm so glad I'm not and you're not. He is. Amen? He went because he knew we would make mistakes. He knew that we would have doubts. He knew that we would need to do a constant exchange. That is the great exchange. John 19, verse 14 through 16 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy and bring death to your soul. Death to your destiny. Death to your future. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and they may have it to the full. Live more abundantly. You see, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live underabundant. I don't want to live in the mediocre. I don't want to live in that place where sometimes I get there maybe. But I don't have to stay there because the minute I say, Jesus, there's this exchange between the death of physical ability to the life of supernatural ability. This is the great exchange. He came to make it possible for you to live this life of abundant purpose. Say purpose. You have a purpose. You're not just here to get up and wake up and go to work and go home. There's someone at your work that might not be easy to work with, but you're supposed to show them who Jesus is. Sometimes we got to walk through some things. Jesus, Yahweh, Adonai, said even to his father, my God, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, why have you forsaken me? But then the next breath he said, not my will, but thy, into your hands, Abba, I commend my spirit. This morning I'm asking you, will you understand that he came to give you abundant purpose? Yes, he came to give us peace that passes understanding. And yes, he came to give us a passion that only comes from a supernatural God. It's not a passion like the world gives. That passion runs out. That passion disappears. That passion gets tired. That passion may be tainted by something in the physical. But the passion of Jesus Christ and that supernatural power is never poisoned. It's never tainted. It's always powerful. Somebody say amen. I want you to understand something. Thank you, Joel. But I'm going to go fast because I'm so excited about this. He saves us from our passion. Past, but he redeems us for our future. Say amen. He heals us from our pain, but he redeems us for our faith. I want you to understand the exchange from death to life, from past to future, from pain to faith. He forgives us from our sins, but he redeems us for our success in this life and the one to come. I'm not just forgiven so I feel better for five minutes. 
I'm forgiven so I can walk on this planet with no shame, no guilt, with the ability to know I'm not perfect, but he is. He forgives us. He erases. Somebody say erases. He erases our failures, but he redeems us for his glory. See, when you tell your story about how he redeemed your past and your failures, you're giving God glory that I didn't stay there. God did something in me. I went through some things, but now I can stand before you and say, he is my Lord and master. I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. I've witnessed the healing. I've witnessed the peace. I've witnessed the love. I've witnessed the endurance of the most high God. Adonai, I want you to love Jesus today. Not just today, but every day. He died for our mistakes, but he redeems us for our message to this world about what he did. He died for our mistakes, but you're not dead yet. You're still on this planet. Come on, you're still here. So he did that so that you could give a message to the world. Don't worry, I made mistakes too. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But Jesus came to redeem us. I have witnessed his love in exchange for my loss. I have witnessed Yahweh exchanging pain for his purpose. You can come to the keyboard. Worship team can come. I've witnessed restoration after rejection. I've witnessed Yahweh bringing life after death. We sang, for God so loved the world, John 3, 16. For God, if you know it, say it with me. So loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life this is the great exchange between death to life we now have a response required a daily choice hear me hear me church I love you hear me family of faith I love you hear me new friends I love you you have a daily choice Jesus is saying, I came for you. I died for you. I live for you. I live for you, Jesus says. Those girls were dancing as a symbol of what must be happening in the heavenlies. How could I not choose Jesus? How could I see the suffering of an almighty Yahweh, Adonai Master, I didn't play any gory videos, but there was blood streaming into his eyes. There was pain in his bones and the bones on his feet as those nails held him to that cross. But it was not those nails that held him there. It was not those nails that held him there. It was me and you. He saw us. He saw there was going to be a day when you are going to be confronted again to, will I choose Jesus today? What does it mean for tomorrow? I don't know. I'm not God. But I know that he promised to be with you. I know that he promised to give you wisdom. And I know that he gives you his word. So I have three things to help you as you make this daily choice. One is that I ask you to embrace. It's my word on my iPad, but it's a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, we have one in many languages. I want you to get a Bible. It's his word. 
How many people, come on, even online, you can raise your hand. How many people in this room have ever sent a text message? Raise your hand. You ever sent a text message? Come on. I know y'all have all sent a text message. How many of you have ever received a text message? This is his text message to you. Can you imagine when you don't know what to think? You're unsure and he, you read Romans 12, 1, don't put it up just yet, but it says, beloved. Maybe that day you didn't feel loved. And you turned to Romans 12, 1, and he said, beloved. Or maybe you weren't sure and you were feeling, mm, I don't know, Pastor Jen, stop bugging me about this. And he said, surrender yourself to God. That's his text message to you. He knew that you had that question. He's sending it to you. And then he said, because you're going to experience everything that delights God's heart. Can you imagine if the stars and the sun and the lilies of the field and the sparrows delight God's heart, what we do? I want you to recognize the second thing is that this great exchange is not just for you. We're here today because we care about each other. We're online today because we care about you. I have people online that write me to say, I can't be there this week, I'm traveling, but I'll watch later. And thank you for praying for me. And they've only ever been online. I love you, Stephen Melody. I love you, Sarah, living in the north of, of Italy. I love you, Bettina, living in Copenhagen. I love you, those living in Germany, watching. We're, we're together because this great exchange is not just for us. It is for this next generation. It is for every generation. I want you to say, it's for me. Say it again, it's for me. Close your eyes and say, it's for me. This great exchange. And the third thing is that we seek him for this fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit, this resurrection power. We're going to sing that song, I've witnessed it. I'm going to ask you to stand all over this room. I want to read that scripture one more time because I want you to respond. I want you to witness. If you've never witnessed the peace of Jesus Christ, can you imagine all you have to do is say his name? You can invite him in and say, Jesus, come into my thought right now. Father, I seek you for this Holy Spirit resurrection power. See, it wasn't human power that caused Jesus to endure the cross. It wasn't human power that kept Jesus in death, hell, and the grave for three days. It wasn't human power that rolled that stone away. It was Holy Spirit resurrection power. It isn't you or me that holds that sun in place or puts it down ever so slowly and brings it back up again. That is Holy Spirit resurrection power. And in case you think he can't watch you as you go down and bring you back up again, you don't know him like I know him. You can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. I'm not telling you this because I'm Pastor Jennifer of the International Christian Fellowship of Rome. I'm not telling you this because I'm an Assembly of God world missionary and I have a whole lot of churches who want me to tell you how Jesus loves them. I am doing it for those reasons, but I'm telling you because he changed my life. 
and every season, He changes my life. He is Yahweh, Adonai. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? To surrender ourselves, to be His sacred, living sacrifice and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. As the worship team begins to sing, I want you to say to the Lord right now, Father, I'm asking you, I need you. If you're in this room, I want you to begin to say to the Lord, God, I maybe I don't understand all this resurrection talk. Maybe I really don't know Yahweh, Adonai, Master, the way Pastor Jen is talking about. Your relationship with Jesus will be in a different place than mine. My relationship with Jesus is in a different place with someone else's. But we're all on a journey. And the more we call on His name, the more we trust Him. And the more we don't give up when it gets hard, the more we see Yahweh, the great exchange between death and life. I want every head bowed, every eye closed for just a moment. This morning, I have prayed that Jesus would become new and real to you. That Yahweh would change your day and change your tomorrow. You're in this room and right now or online, we will pray with you as well. And you would say by lifting your hand, Pastor Jen, I need to know Yahweh in a new way. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand. I need to know Yahweh in a new way. Thank you. I see your hands. Thank you. Thank you. I need to know Yahweh in a new way. I see those hands. Lift your hand because the Bible says where two or three agree as touching anything, it's done. So you're not praying that prayer by yourself. Pastor Jen, I need to see Yahweh in a new way. I see those hands. So now we're going to pray together. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you, Help me know you. Help me know you. In a new way. In a new way. Take all of me. Take all of me. I belong to you, Jesus. I belong to you, Jesus. Forgive me. Forgive me. For anything. For anything. That has separated me from you. That has separated me. I trust you. I trust you. I love you. I love you. I want to know you more. I want to know you. Yahweh. I'm yours. I receive it. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Word of God truly permeates our heart and changes our mindset so we can walk in victory. So today, if something in the message spoke to you, I want you to invite Jesus to be in control in a new way, in a broader way, in a total way. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, I invite you right now, I invite you right now to take control of my life. I thank you, God, that you are forgiving me of sin. You are helping me to walk in a new, right relationship with you. And Jesus, from this day forward, I give all of my heart to you, all of my steps to you. And I trust that with your help, Jesus, I can walk in victory. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So, Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf, I pray the Holy Spirit that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God in the midst of anxiety and turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thinking and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now, I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me. I want you to send me an email. Click on the link. Write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org. And know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.